0: And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you, guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters. What's going on, everybody? Mike here. And it's what episode? It's episode 69 already. And it's the third day of my blog. Um... So yeah, it's the end of the day guys, honestly. It's eleven o'clock at night. I'm a little shot, so I'm gonna try and keep the energy up as best I can for you guys. Break the day down, all that good stuff. So I uh, woke up I think it was around eight forty five, eight thirty, let's call it. Um Yeah, actually I completely, the morning feels like it was so long ago, it feels like yesterday. Um Got to go for a walk with Rose, that's Ashley's mom, my uh, mother-in-law, who's awesome, by the way, both my, like, everyone in my family is awesome, uh, Ashley's family, I consider it all my family, obviously, just awesome people, um, which is why Ashley's so awesome, makes sense, blah, blah, blah. So got up, uh, got my coffee, got my water in, made my little protein shake so that I could drink my shake on our walk. So as I'm ready to head into the gym for the morning workout, I'm ready to go. Um, We walked to the bakery, we did some extra hills actually, so it took a little bit longer, got a nice little sweat in. Um, Got to the bakery, she had to pick up the car so she could go to yoga, I got my car, Um, and yeah actually I did class at 12.45 so I had a little bit of time in the morning to actually get some work done. But the unfortunate reality sometimes of working from home and having the internet and all that stuff is when the internet doesn't work, it puts everything to a halt. Um, I work off my desktop too. I don't actually have my laptop. That got fried while I was in Thailand, so I actually have to get a new one. So I've been working completely off my Mac uh, desktop so that's always fun really couldn't even go to a coffee shop or anything to get work done so that kind of put some halt to some of the things i had planned but i still got stuff done um i still do a lot of marketing off of my phone and some planning and some scheduling social media all that stuff so i still got all that stuff done was productive um i actually got to check my calendar to see what was because honestly guys i I forget things very easily, not just because a lot of things are going on, but because I rely heavily on my phone or writing things down, and I got to be honest, um, you know, getting hit in the head definitely isn't a benefit to memory or brain function, but I'm very aware of it, and that's something I pay a lot of attention to, whether it's with my diet, with my training, um, with recovery aspects, and I just monitor that stuff. Fun fact, actually, this is something I recommend all fighters do, is... um, and I know it's not just fighters, it's not just me, but if you ever walk into a room and you forgot what you walked into the room for, or you're trying to remember something you just can't, or you misplaced, write all that stuff down. Keep track of that stuff, man. And even if you're not a fighter, just someone for your own brain function. This is something that actually I wanted to mention is, um, you know, uh, when I moved down here, I actually filled out a bunch of applications because even though I run the business, the one thing with running your own business is, there's no guaranteed income, guys. Even when we have contracts, you know, I have clients or members, we have contracts, we have month to month, we have all these things, you can think you have guaranteed income and sometimes shit hits the fan and sometimes you have no money coming in and if anything, you might owe money, especially when you're contracting coaches and you have overhead and I try and keep my overhead to an absolute minimum where we're never really breaking more than, and again, I'm gonna be real transparent with you guys, I really try and never get my overhead above $500 a month. That's trying to keep it very, very basic, but even $500 a month, that's six grand a year that, you know, you still got to cover. So, you know, contractors and subscriptions, people don't care, obviously. Uh, you're like, oh, well, you know, they owe me next month. So, or they didn't pay this month and they're going to say they're going to pay me next month. You know what? That doesn't help me when I got to pay my bills. So, without all that being said, and um, Life of a Fighter isn't necessarily a young company. We're six years now. Um, and we're starting to, not even starting, I, I, I see we usually have first quarter, fourth quarter is when we make our money and that's usually sustains us and that can budget out the year. But I also, um, even when I was in New York, Thailand and even here, I like to have another source of income that's not completely separate of the business but it's at least guaranteed. So whether I'm teaching classes or um, actually working for another company or contracting out or something like that where I know I have a guaranteed amount of money coming in to not only cover bills from the business if shit absolutely hits the fan but also cover personal bills and be able to make sure we got things covered so all that being said not only that's where you know f45 comes into play why i'm working with them and honestly besides covering bills and all that stuff i actually like what they're doing and partnering up And we have a lot of good things that we're working on in the future but i also applied to working with mission hospital and some of their uh, care partner programs and some of their outreach facilities and besides the money too honestly guys like even if I always I always play this game with myself. What would I do if I had a hundred million dollars tomorrow? What would I do with my time? What would I do with my life? How would I spend it? I would still want to help patients, and that's what I liked in New York, being a dietary clerk and working in dietary. Was I was able to deal with patients' diets, um, work with the dietitians, and help people make an impact, and also learn along the way and and challenge my academic knowledge in a clinical setting, and um. Part of that is moving down here. I'm actually looking to potentially work at an adult care center specifically for Alzheimer patients. So I'm really, I have been in the past, honestly, just my own personal, you know, I have a history of whether it's family uh, cognitive issues, or just want to be aware of it for my own sake, Um, but also looking into the future of working with Alzheimer patients. You know, I'm really paying attention to brain function and cognition. And one thing I think that's very easy, low cost, really not very energy uh, expensive. It's just write shit down like, oh, man, you know what? One forty five. I walked into the room, completely forgot I was looking for. And you know what? If you got more than 10 or 20 of those events happening throughout the day, I mean, I'm, I'm honest, I'm, I'm pulling that number off the top of my head. Clinically, I'm not actually sure what the number should be, um, what the average is. I'm sure there's a study there somewhere on NIH or wanna w- somewhere across where there's got to be a study that covers that. But if not, that should be, and I'm sure it's in process now if it hasn't already. But pay attention to those numbers. If you start to see them steadily increase that's a sign if you start to see them drastically increase over a short period of time that could be a sign maybe chronic stress other things going on there's a tremendous amount of issues and things that could be tied together that are going on there so pay attention to that shit guys it's real simple or just take an audio note i do a lot of audio notes on my phone especially while i was in thailand i shared with you guys every single class and every day i was taking audio notes on what i learned and what i Kind of have, and I even do that with business when I have business ideas or someone mentions something to me, and I'm like, Oh, hold on one second, that sparks an idea, boom, I put it down on my phone. Even if it's I'm talking to fighters and they mention a combo, I'm like, Oh, you know what? I like that. Let me put that on my phone real quick. Ask any of the guys I train with, you know, especially in Thailand. I was big on that when I was hanging out with Pascal a lot, he would notice I would do that and kind of bust my balls about it. But you know, ultimately, it helps me, and that's all we want to do there. So, anyways. Long story short, brain function, pay attention to that stuff, guys. Write it down. I'm not going to go too much more of a tangent on that, but I wanted to at least cover it. And honestly, I'm excited to um, potentially be working with Mission Hospital down here and one of their partners or their care partner facilities. And I can't go into too much detail, I don't think, as far as what the process is, what I'll be doing just yet. Um, but I also got another call today I'm excited about, about another care partner facility um, dealing with not only – Uh, patient care, but also uh, other aspects of it, whether it's transporting patients, getting them from their homes to facilities, facilities to back, getting them to appointments, um, basically transportation in that aspect of it. I'm looking at all these different opportunities um, because one thing that I want to keep myself open to is not just for the, the monetary benefit of it, but I love clinical experience and I look at it as an opportunity to grow because... Even though I have the business and I do what I'm doing with professional fighting and all these other aspects and training and working with clients and members, and I really am attracted to the clinical setting when it's helping people, not just gathering information to abstractly try and help in the future, but firsthand, direct, right there in the moment, being able to help patients. Um, so that's something I'm really excited about. So I'm excited to go on, uh, go to a meeting tomorrow, go on an interview. Get to know more about the process and really I'm just trying to continuously familiarize myself down here with the medical environment in North Carolina because I think every state has somewhat of a different uh, rule set, different environment, how they approach things. And that's something I'm continuously looking into is even working more with health insurance companies to help you guys and, and get that stuff covered too because I think that's a really important factor that insurance companies should be covering more. And that's a whole other story I won't digress into right now but there's a lot of data backing it. Um, how much money it would save – and anyone that's interested in that, you know, just give Joe Rogan had a podcast with Chris Cresser on recently. I think I forget if it was like 5 episodes ago, but check his podcast. That was like 1040 or episode number 1040. Um Joe DeFranco has a great podcast, the Industrial Strength Show. He's got guests on there all the time talking about whether it's nutrition with uh, Dr. Tom Bellella or other specialists and doctors he's had on. Um Dr. Rhonda Patrick is another uh just genius especially with dietary and, and intermittent fasting and looking at cell growth and regeneration and these different aspects are what's affecting mitochondria, um, browning fat cells, meaning that you're taking your fat cells and they're actually becoming brown because you're increasing the amount of mitochondria in those actual uh, fat cells, which is crazy because what ends up happening, the more mitochondria you have in a cell, that's the energy powerhouse of the cell, right? So if we have more of that, we're burning more energy. You're actually turning your fat cells into almost an energy source. So I'm not saying you should, you want to have more fat cells, but if you can get your fat cells that you do have and brown them by uh, temperature exposure, that was one method she explained on one of her episodes that's huge. That's going to, A, allow you to burn more calories and potentially actually burn off the fat that you even have in the first place, which is kind of crazy to me. Um, I don't, it's obviously not that simple. It gets very complex and probably even way over my head, even from my basic understanding of it now. But that's why we I continuously go to school and blah, blah, blah. So that's that part. I'll go back again. Like I said, the tangent that started all this was my calendar because I write things down. So uh, we got that, we did our walk. I'm also a big believer and I schedule an hour every day, no matter what happens, that I invest in myself. I call it homework, whether it's I get a new certification, new credentials, um, listening to a book, or really, you should say reading a book, but I listen to everything on Audible now just because I'm driving so much and moving around, it just allows me to multitask and you know. I still retain information because when I'm choosing those times to listen to the book, I have the opportunity to pay attention to it. And sometimes I'll even take notes while I'm listening to a book. But I don't like the argument of, well, if you listen to a book, more than likely you're not going to retain it. Bullshit. Listen, I'm telling you. Depending also on the learning style that you have may drastically impact it for sure. Can't argue that. But I think listening to it is better than not consuming information at all so that's my two cents on that so anyways earlier in the morning uh even while the computer went down when i got back from my walk i wanted to do work i was like all right let me put on my phone let me listen to uh, a book i have a couple different books i'm listening to right now um i just finished up ben franklin's autobiography that was really cool and then I, I like the great courses on Audible. They put out some great stuff, um, basically a textbook company, and they put out different courses on different topics. I have right now, um, let me actually read the names, The Art of Critical Decision Making. That's a great one by Michael Roberto. By the great courses. The other one I have is Food, Science, and the Human Body, good one, and then The Psychology of Performance. So those are three books I got as like a bundle. Um, by the great courses and I've been just, I still have like five hours left on each of them. They're usually about like 20 hours. Um, and my goal is to listen to an hour every day. And when you add that up and it basically consumes over time, I'm trying to listen to at least 30 hours of information at the end of the month. And on average, that'll be about anywhere from two to three books, um, depending, again, on how long the books are. Some of these books are like 20 hours, so might just be one book in, but some are like two hours. So on average, I'm trying to get, like I said in, in prior podcasts, the top percent, like 1% of CEOs performing individuals, high-level athletes, they're consuming information at about one book a week. So that's 50, 45, 50 books a year, whether it's also including magazines, newspapers, blah, all that fun stuff. So I try and just con- consume information, get it coming in, and then I can regurgitate it, share it to you guys or just shed light onto all these other aspects of my life. So while the internet was down, boom, got my homework in. By that time, I was still social meeting, bam, um, got my shakedown, headed over to F45. That's about 20 minutes away. I got there a little early, talking to the owner over there, Kevin, about some things we got coming up, how I want to try and integrate life of a fighter into the gym to a, help promote from a marketing perspective, helping with member retention, helping with members walking in the door in the first place. And I've had success with UFC gyms in the past. I've had success with Um, Fusion Kickboxing With some some New York based gyms And with some other California, Las Vegas, Florida Other gyms Especially MMA based Thailand and Phuket Top Team So I want to continue Everywhere I go And even beyond Even when I'm not in a state I try and expand And constantly bring in facilities Get part of our life Of a fighter approved Listing All these other aspects And and just help people out Because that's ultimately What I want to try and do I want to change the world So daily I'm working on that one One way shape or form so got that workout in, stretched afterwards, talked to Kevin a little bit more, BS with some of the members over there, got some information going, get home, got just enough time to shower, change, do a little bit of work, then go pick up Ash, get some food in really quick. Um, I By the way, guys, I'm tracking all my food so you can check. Under the podcast, there's also a Google Docs file that you can click on that will take you over to a spreadsheet that I'm going to keep track of over the next 30 days. That will have my training schedule, all the sessions I'm doing every day, whether it's one, two, three sessions, breaks down what we do. And then underneath that, I'm going to have my meal plan on what I ate, my macronutrient ratios, my total calories, hydration, all that good stuff. So you guys can kind of get a real good insight into my life over the next – 30 days. It's even more in depth than what I did in Thailand. And we got such a great response. And from hearing you guys on social media, I thought I'd really kind of try and track everything I possibly could. So check that for all the foods I was eating, all that good stuff. And this week, again, I started intermittent fasting. So um, what I did was I ate. I tried to rush home uh, after I ended up teaching because Picked up Ashley, ate food, then I got a shake together, went over to F45 to teach my classes starting at 4.45, I get there like 15 minutes early, so 4.30, finished up around 8, came home, wanted to rush home so I could get dinner with Ashley 8.30 because we're so busy I really don't get that much time during the week to see her and eat and put, spend that much time together right now, so I wanted to make it count. And I knew I was also going to fast as close to sunset as I possibly could and you know, 8.30 was like the latest I think I could really eat and keep it on track because then I, want, I, I went to the gym after that to get my second workout out of the day, my kickboxing session in, and I figured by the time I'm done, 10, 10.30, I get home, I eat, 10.30, 11 o'clock, that's really messing with my circadian rhythm aspect of the nutrition part of this fasting diet. So I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to eat before I go to the gym, I'll make sure I get all my nutrients in, get my protein in, bring, drink my BCAAs um, during the workout, and then I... Technically, like, I I counted my fast even before I went to the gym, even though I was sipping on some BCAAs, so technically my metabolism still had to work, but eh, we'll let that kind of slide, and I'm just being transparent with you guys anyway, so I counted. Um, So yeah, got to the gym, I got there, let's say 9.30, uh, worked out till about 10.30, didn't go too crazy, tried to keep it short, sweet to the point, got my five-minute warm-up in, I got my uh 3 minutes of shadow boxing, 20 minutes of conditioning, 30 seconds fi- fast sprint, heavy bag work speed and power, 30 seconds combos, footwork move. Did that for 20 minutes. Then I did um Hundred push kicks. Well, I started 25 roundhouse kicks uh, on each leg. I'm still, again, I have my hip flexor, so I haven't been going super hard on the power. I just want to keep a good pace, get my timing, keep my consistency, my body firing the right way. So 25 left leg, 25 right leg. Then uh, I did 100 push kicks and 100 skipping knees. Again, keep that pace, keep it feeling good. I'm still kind of feeling that hip flexor a little bit. It's progressively getting better, but it's not recovering the way I wanted it to. So that's why this week I actually, um, I had my acceleration program. I pulled the program out for a week because that's something that I've talked to the guys there that sometimes just pulling the program out for a week, letting your body recover, changing up the workouts, not putting myself in bad positions. Like I'm not doing, even when you see the exercises that we had, squat pulses and certain lunges, and all that fun stuff, I made little modifications. So I'm not putting my hip flexor into a horrible position where it gets aggravated and trying to just keep it as, Healthy as possible, feeling as good as possible. Um, so that went over really well. I'm feeling good now. Did my combos, finished that up, stretched, jumped in the sauna for 10 minutes, showered, boom, came home. That leaves me to now. I started blogging, putting all my stuff together. Then I was like, all right, let me record. And that leaves us to where we are now, guys. So that's pretty much my day in a nutshell. Um, again, I kind of breezed through a couple things. It's another day in the life of a fighter, guys. You know, we wake up relatively early I'm, I'm lucky i get to sleep till like eight thirty, nine 30 o'clock uh, at least for now depending on what happens with the hospital here or some other uh, opportunities i have i'm really excited about potentially being able to work with the rockies baseball organization here in Asheville. they have a single a minor league team they're looking for a strength coach and um it's guys it's all about who you know is what i've learned over the years that um you know, if you know the right person to get your foot in the door, at least you have a shot. And that really doesn't guarantee me anything. Again, that's why I don't want to talk too much about it, but there's no guarantees. Really. I just got a foot in the door to be like, Hey, I got a handshake L- metaphorically. I didn't literally actually shake someone's hand or meet someone at the organization yet, but just got the right person to reach out to send my resume and put my kind of uh card in the deck and see what happens. So hopefully come the end of the winter, I have some really good news uh, with regarding the Rockies and their minor league organization here in Asheville and maybe being their strength coach. Who knows, guys? Um, got some interesting opportunities potentially with Disney, maybe some, doing some corporate speaking events, motivational speaking. That's something I really want to get into. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's pretty much it. Uh, I'm going to go on this interview tomorrow, see how that goes, figure out what, what I want to do as far as uh, working with the hospital in a clinical setting, figure out that aspect of it. And yeah, I'll keep you guys posted. Trying to keep it short and sweet, even though it's not too short. We still got a good 20 minutes in. And uh, catch you guys tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in.